creating God. Awaken us to your glory all around us. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Though I have been the priest here for nearly nine years, there are some things that you might not yet know about me. For example, in college, I played the cymbals in the Wake Forest marching band, or that I am a certified kettlebell instructor. Now, a few of you know this about me. Certainly, my daughters know it. I hate glitter. <laughs> I refer to glitter as Satan's dandruff and think that it might be one of the worst inventions in all of human history. Because glitter gets everywhere, and there is no such thing as getting it cleaned up once those little bottles of chaos have been opened. People who truly know me know that I abhor glitter. Now, I bring this up for two reasons. One is that we had a fantastic vacation Bible school this past week with over 30 children from St. Luke's and the community participating. Raise your hand if you were at vacation Bible school this week. Yeah, they're all sitting up here and so glad to see you all. We were blessed to have lots of volunteers who made it a great week. And I have a sneaking suspicion that at some point this week, glitter was used in an art project. <laughs> now, if you were at VBS and you know anything about that, just keep it to yourself. <laughs> but the other reason why I've been thinking about glitter is that today, August 6th, is the Feast of the Transfiguration. And just as glitter is a horrendous and despicable art supply, <laughs> glitter is also a flawed way to think about what happened to Jesus on that mountaintop. Transfiguration is the fancy church word to describe that story that we heard in Luke about Peter, James, and John seeing Jesus in dazzlingly white clothing with Moses and Elijah. It's an important and well-known Bible story, and I know that some of us are more visual learners, and so if you are one of those visual learners, after church today, spend some time in front of the icon on the back wall of the church of this biblical event of the transfiguration. It's an interesting story about Jesus shining brightly next to Moses and Elijah when the voice of the Father says, listen to him. But what does this all mean? What is it a story about? Why is it so important that all four of the Gospels include it? And even St. Peter writes about it in one of his letters, as we heard. Well, thinking about Jesus being all shiny like glitter is wrong. Because this is not a story that tells us how special Jesus is. Yes, of course, Jesus is very special. Now, why anyone would ever use glitter, I don't really understand. But I suppose it has something to do with people liking things that are shiny and reflective. Because essentially, glitter is just a bunch of little tiny mirrors. And they reflect the light that shines on it, and that makes it sparkle. But that's the opposite of what the transfiguration is all about. This is not a story about Jesus reflecting light or becoming a human flashlight. No, the transfiguration is about translucence more than it is reflection. Now in school, some of you kids, I bet you've learned about different types of light, right? You've learned about opaque, right? No. 
No, not yet. Well, it's coming, I promise. It's coming or get a refund. Uh, because you should learn about opaque things. Opaque is like this pulpit. Uh, you can't see through it. The light can't go through it. You can't see my legs while I'm in here. That means it's opaque. But then we have transparent things. That's like the air or like glass. That means you can see all the way through it and nothing is hidden when something is transparent. But these two things being opaque or transparent, they don't make sense when, it, when we talk about God. Because of Jesus, God is not opaque. We have seen God in Jesus, and so we know something about God. But God is not transparent. We can't see through God and know everything. There's always a mystery to God that we can never fully understand. So instead, we can say that God is translucent. That means some of the light gets through. We can know God, but not fully and not completely. Have you ever hid under the blankets in your bed? Or maybe at Halloween, you wear a mask. You can still see everything, but things are a little bit fuzzy. You can't see everything clearly. Well, sometimes in life when we get frustrated or confused or hurt or sad, it's harder to see God through that veil of our situation. But there are other times when that veil between us and God is super thin super translucent. Well, that's what the transfiguration is a story about, a translucent moment. Again, it's nothing like glitter. Glitter just takes the light and bounces it back. The transfiguration is not about Jesus being glittery or shiny. It's about Jesus being translucent so that we can more clearly see how much God loves us all. And so it's something like a looking glass. The transfiguration lets us see important things about God. This story helps us to see that there are always possibilities that we might not know about. Peter, James, and John, when they were going up that mountaintop, I don't think they expected to see Moses or Elijah or Jesus being transfigured. There are things that God is doing that we cannot always see. There are connections that God is creating even when we don't know it. This story is kind of like a telescope or a magnifying glass. It helps us to see things that we can't see on our own. And in these special moments of translucence, we are given the confidence that we are forgiven, even when we feel guilty. We can trust that we are loved and cherished, even if we have trouble feeling that. We can believe that we are worthy and dignity of respect, even when that's not how other people always treat us. We can have a reason to hope, even when things don't look good. In the limitless love of God, new possibilities are always being created. We live in a world that has been transfigured by God's love that is making all things well. And in these holy and translucent moments, that love is what we see shining through. Now at Vacation Bible School this past week, we talked about how God is always creating some of those new possibilities in love. Kids that were VBS, what are some of the things you talked about this week? What were the big themes? Just shout them out. Yes, did you all get that? Yes, we, t we, we talked about uh, the kingdom of heaven. We talked about generosity and courage and loving kindness and beloved community. And we used Bible stories to, to talk about all those sorts of things. 
One of the most well-known church leaders in our lifetime was the South African Archbishop, Desmond Tutu. One time he wrote, if we could recognize our common humanity, that we belong together, that our destinies are bound up with one another, that we can only be free together, a transfiguration would take place. God's dream would become a reality. And so this week in talking about and practicing courage, kindness, generosity, and beauty, the children at Vacation Bible School were creating a transfigured and translucent space so that we could all see the love of God. And they will share with us later in this service some of that love. And I'm so thankful that there are so many of these children and families with us today. Because in a world and society that's just so full of drama and anxiety and strife, we need a place of beloved community where we focus on those things that are the most important. Things like mercy, generosity, justice, and compassion, where these things are translucent. We need a place in a community that gathers us across our differences and unites us with a love that's big enough to hold us all. We need to continue to hear, hear the story of how God loves us and receive these sacraments that feed us in life. St. Luke's is a place that is open to all, regardless of what doubts you might bring with you, what reservations you have about religion, no matter your past, no matter your politics, no matter your situation, all are welcome here because all are the beloved of God. And truth be told, we need you here, even if you're one of those people who like glitter. <laughs> this is a wonderful and amazing community of faith, but we have not achieved perfection. You have gifts to teach us. You have lessons that you will share and stories, wounds that need to be healed and love to grow in. If you don't have a church home or maybe feel the spirit nudging you to be a part of a community of faith, this very well might be the mountaintop that God has brought you to this morning so that you can receive a transfiguring experience of love. At St. Luke's, in our identity statement, we say that this is a beloved community, a place of translucence for all to come and see the difference that Christ makes. We heard in the reading that St. Peter on that mountaintop said, it is good for us to be here. Indeed, it is good to be here this morning as we gather in the name of the God who is love. <laughs> 